0: All right, we are back. Blue Boys SC is back to discuss the U.S. men's national team since in the past week we've been given the roster for some upcoming friendlies against Wales and Panama.
1: What a great introduction, Will. Uh, My name's Andrew. We're joined by Riley over there. Hello. Let's talk some soccer, guys.
2: Yeah, so one of the things to, to mention first and foremost with all the players is that because of the COVID situation, particularly between travel uh from to and from the US uh being so difficult, all of the, 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 the whole roster has been comprised of US men's national team qualifying players who are currently in Europe.
1: They they do have one player that is not in Europe.
2: Right. Uh, he is.
1: He is from the MLS. He does not. He. He. His team did not make the playoffs.
2: Okay, oh, which is what I'm taking oh, is. Okay. I think
1: some of it has to do with COVID-related that it's easier to get them over there.
2: Well, they. They kind of. I think they said that a little while ago that it would just be their European contingent. I mean, don't get me yes. wrong. We'll we'll discuss this a little bit as we're talking. I think all of these guys are very, very deserving of their spots. Uh, in, in this in this lineup, but. If if there's some head-scratchers of people who are missing, then that's kind of the underlying reason of why. Well, who is the player that is going from the MLS? Because you kind of mentioned... Sebastian. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sebastian. Sebastian
0: uh, Letjet from LA Galaxy. However,
1: hasn't he moved over to Portugal recently? Or Spain? Is it Spain?
2: You were thinking of Reg, uh, Reggie, Reggie Cannon. Reggie Cannon moved over to Portugal recently. Oh, yes. So we, You're right. we were talking about this uh, off-air after our last podcast a little bit, and you kind of mentioned that there was one MLS player, and I could not figure out who it was. Um, okay. So
0: Lecce is just replacing Sargent since yes. uh, Werder Bremen wouldn't let him leave. And he's no longer in the uh... – playoffs
1: for the MLS, so it makes it a little easier for him to pass quarantine.
2: Wait, okay. You said Sebastian Soto? Uh,
0: Lecce. So he's not not on the actual
2: roster. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got it. Alright, so you want to give us a a rundown of the players by position, Will?
1: Can we just for a second talk how exciting it's going to be that we're going to have so many players without Caps playing?
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, exciting is one way of looking at it. It's, it's in a way, nerve-wracking, but, I mean... You can
1: ask Will. I've been dying for this moment. I've been <laughs> saying, let's fire the entire men's national team up to this year.
2: That's very diplomatic I, of you. I,
1: I, I'm I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I cannot wait.
2: Well, it's tricky, because it's like, uh, some of these people we know are getting this start because of the circumstances, but... Part of the reason that people do get the start some of some of what isn 't always publicized is whether or not those players are willing to go and play for the men 's national team and how much time they 're willing to commit to it so that 's why it 's yeah. extra exciting when you do get the superstars that end up showing up for it the guys i mean so many of these players are on you know strong competitive teams in other countries, so there 's there 's a lot to maneuver and navigate with that um but i mean yeah exciting is one way to put it it'll 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 definitely be interesting we know that this team has had a very limited amount of time that they've gotten to play together so i expect to see, you know to see a bit of that and kind of be a bit forgiving oh, yeah. and it's I a mean, friendly
1: guys yeah mm-hmm. some of these guys have never played together together ever right it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. All right. So, Will, take us – what what do we want to do first? Do we want to work from defenders to goalkeepers or goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, forwards? How do you want to do it?
0: Let's start with the goalkeepers. Okay. All right. So, first off, we have Ethan Horvath of Club Brugge playing over in Belgium. We have Chituro. – I'm probably going to pronounce his name. Chituro yeah. Adunze, uh with Leicester, Leicester City. And then we have Zach Steffen playing with Manchester City. Are so, there what do you think? Any glaring people missing, or are I, I actually
1: like it. I like it. I'm glad that um, what's his name from Atlanta is no longer here.
0: Oh, Guzan, yeah,
1: Guzan. I just I feel like he's 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 done his time. I'm I'm excited to see that some of these younger guys. I mean. Our most experienced goalkeeper right now has what seventeen caps. Right. So it's exciting to see that they're going to get some time. Not nothing against him. I just I love seeing these guys that have no
2: opportunity, and haven't played at all,
1: get kind of a look. Yeah,
2: Guzan was kind of for for me. I didn't know a lot about him when he first started playing on the men's national team, just because I wasn't following the scenes. But he was the guy who stepped in after Tim Howard, which those are the biggest shoes you can fill. In, in terms of American yeah. goalkeepers. And I think he's been super solid. It's always interesting though, because there are certain intangible. Well, for me, it, what's less tangible is how they do kind of help model and mold the defense, how they uh, shift and move people around. And Guzan is, uh, I, I'm happy that Guzan has been like Tim Howard and that he's super vocal, you know, quick to, tell the defenders how he wants them to move, you know, set pieces and all that. So um, I think that seeing a, a different goalkeeper pe- is going to be strange to me. I'm I'm not, like, necessarily happy to see him not there. But at the same time, I feel like he's kind of served his time, as you said. Um, I'm expecting mm-hmm. that Stefan will start. Well, I, I have a feeling that they're going to play –
1: they're going to split these two games up real oh, well. Oh,
2: that's a good point. I think, I think
1: we'll see a lot of half and half. We won't really see a keeper play a full <laughs> game. That's that's my per, perspective. I, I don't see anybody playing a full 90. So
2: just of those three, though, who who do you think would be their go-to guy?
1: Uh, I think first game, obviously, Stefan's going to start. He's got the most caps. Okay. That's my that's my prediction, but I think one of the others are going to come on halfway. Mm-hmm.
2: And that halfway. may or may not depend on score as well.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly I don't think any of the subbing is going to have to do with any type of scoring, because mm-hmm. the the biggest thing about this roster is to get looks at guys that they have never right. seen play together or even play for the mm-hmm. national team. I mean, Will, how many guys do we have on here that don't that don't have a single cap?
0: One,
2: um, yeah, it's, it's a good seven or eight. So do you think ten. all we have three... ten guys. Ten wow. guys with no caps.
1: That's almost a full roster.
0: Yeah. So, Andrew... To... Yeah, go ahead. Are you thinking all three goalkeepers will see sometime in these two I, games?
1: Yes, that is, that is completely what I'm thinking.
2: Okay. Huh? I are think thinking... at some point... I'm guessing they'll stick with two. Do you think Stefan's?
0: yeah. Are you thinking Stefan starts both games and then the other two come on in the second half? That's,
1: that's the vibe I've been getting. You know, you, Will, you sent us a couple podcasts to listen to, and a few of them had, had feelings as well that Stefan will be the guy that kind of steps in as your, your sole goalkeeper to get that pace going for the team and started because, you know, there's going to be a lot of new. So you kind of need one commanding voice to be out there to set the tone. I feel like Stefan could be a very good player for that. You know, he's not playing a whole lot at Manchester City. But, I mean, he's learning under some of the great goalkeepers out there in the Premier League. So I don't see why he wouldn't be your your go-to and then allow Oduze, is that yeah, how you say his name? Uh, I I, I, mean, I can see him coming in at half and kind of trying to just set the. Yeah, Adunze
2: has got. I mean, he's six foot seven. He's kind of what you expect to see in the stature of some of these goalkeepers. Uh, the other two guys are six foot three, um, but you know, it, it's not just your dimensions that that judge all that. Honestly, I don't know why I get the feeling it's just going to kind of be swapping between a couple guys. Because if you do yeah. too much uh, movement with your keepers, then it might mask what's going on with your defenders. And I think that that's the more important one to figure out. Uh, so let's talk about defenders a little bit. Yeah. All right. We've got, on
0: defense, who we got, Andrew?
1: We've got John Brooks, Reggie Cannon, Sergio Dest, Matt Mizaga. Is that how you say his name? Temreem. Chris Richards, who is to me one of the uh, that's his. This is his first time with the national team call up ever. I, I'm not sure if he's been in a camp yet. He's and been with have, yeah
0: the U21s. Yeah, performers. and then we
1: have Robinson as well, which Robinson and Tim Ream have uh, know each other. So I'm 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 interested to see if we see those guys come in at the same time or or how they're gonna mix up the backs there what, what do you guys think do, does Dest automatically get a start does Brooks get a start what, do, what are you guys thinking
2: uh, I don't I mean, th- I, I, it's hard to say if anything's automatic you know um, I, if if we think of how the women's national team does it when they do friendlies they basically put out what they think is th- their strongest team with maybe one or two x factors one or two question marks to start the game the men's national team, I don't think they have any expectation to do that whatsoever. So I don't I don't think it's exactly uh, expected. I think that, yeah, like you said, Tim Ream and Anthony Robinson, they've probably got some synergy, both playing for Fulham. I think Reggie Cannon is somebody who's been impressive in the past. So I, w- I want to see him play. And then John Brooks, I mean... I mean, John Brooks
1: is—he's been starting since he—he's pulled into the national team. I mean, he's got what twenty caps? How, how many? Uh, Thirty-eight. He, attempts, he, he's okay, so so he's the second guy closest to Tim right. with caps. Not a very old back system, right there. I I just like you were saying with the women's national team, they kind of only throw in two question marks. I don't think the men's team has the luxury to do that. We have so many question marks that I think we could see a look that we've never seen before, right.
2: period. Yeah, so it, it, it's, it's hard to go off of any type of formula. I think that if they want to at least start the game and make sure that their solid players can play together, I would say you, know, you get in Brooks, Cannon, Ream, and then plus one. I'm, I'm assuming they're playing four backs. Right, like a f- four-four-three or yeah, something. Like... They typically do. Uh, or what do they do? Do they do a four-five-one ever?
0: Uh,
2: I know they. It's been a the number of years since they did they're that. Of, they're typically four, three, a four-three-three. Three. Three, three.
1: Yeah. Well, what do you think?
0: I mean, I think all the defenders will get time over these two games. But if I were making my starting lineup, just like the best possible lineup to win this game. I think I mean definitely Brooks is in the middle, Serginho Dest out on the wing. Probably, man. Chris Richards is the X factor for sure. I really want to see him. But I guess I guess it's Miazga and Brooks in the middle, and then Cannon and Dest on the wings. If I'm trying yeah. to win, but I really want to see Chris Richards.
1: I, I think, like you said, we're going amongst these two games, we're gonna see a lot of different looks, different guys together, different formations. I think they'll stick with one or two formations, but there's going to be a lot of guys funneling in and out in different spots. It's, I think it'll be super exciting soccer to watch whether we win or lose because we don't know mm-hmm. what to expect. Mm-hmm.
0: How about these midfielders? I do want to make a comment about the, the defenders. Uh, DeAndre Yedlin being left off. Um Yeah. Do you think that's the last we ever see of him with the no. men's national team?
1: No, I I think I think he definitely gets I think he definitely going to get a call up. I mean, he's playing with um
0: Newcastle, with Newcastle.
1: Yeah, he's he's playing with Newcastle right now, but didn't he just have an injury? Uh,
0: I know he has been struggling with time. I don't know if it was due to injury or not. Uh,
1: for uh, for some
0: reason uh, he maybe... didn't play in
2: the 2019 Gold Cup for the US because of some injury issues. Um, and that's also kind of why his time at Newcastle has been winding down a little bit. I
0: hope it's not the end. Just He's always been kind of that. He's got that speed out on the wing, very offensive guy. Uh, kind of like you're uh, a poor man's Paris G. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Nice, nice reference there. <laughs>
1: I, I don't think this is the last we see of him. I think they're just kind of trying to allow a lot of these guys that have not had an opportunity to play to, to get a call up. Because it's unique. It's like you said, with COVID and the era that we're in right now and the way life's functioning, it and it, it allowed for a couple guys that you won't typically see on the team get called in.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: There's not there's not much they don't know about Yeldon, you know? True there's there's a lot of the, there's a lot of question marks behind the guys on these names in this list that you you don't know so i mean props to coach i'm 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 proud that he he went with it and kind of made these question marks prove themselves a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's definitely it's definitely a roster that's exciting for for the fans because there's a lot of big names out here that we haven't seen, but have been begging to see because they've been, I think Yedlin will be back
2: on the men's national team. I think, okay. I think he's still got plenty of time in his career. I think there will be, uh, yeah, I, I think there will be time. It's just not right now.
1: So how about midfielders?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, John, so you got us. Uh, we've got Tyler Adams, Johnny Cardoso, Richard Ledesma, uh weston McKinney, uh Eunice musa and then owen Adasawi uh um so what we've got this is this is this is like this should be like this is the question the, mark. Uh, where some of your strongest players are most solid and here's where we've got four of those players that i just named that has zero caps um. Yeah, I mean, and the most,
1: you know, who I'm most excited for
2: out of this group, Musa.
1: Musa. Yeah. Musa, I'm shocked that we got him.
2: Uh. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing what with Valencia. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, he's playing over there with Valencia, but the big, the biggest thing that surprises me. Is he, the fact that he, he so a lot of these guys right? On here and he are used to play
2: national. for the the UK U twenty team or U eighteen or something.
1: He well, he has shown up a little bit for um, yes. yes, the England team. And I'm just I'm kind of like baffled that they were able to get him to right.
2: Kind of makes you scared of what England's team. got to offer. if This is one of their guys that they declined.
1: Well, I don't think they declined him because he had the option to choose, and he chose the U.S. And I mean, he's been he's been tearing yeah. it up for Valencia.
0: I think he has like quad nationality. <laughs>
1: like,
0: he's got a lot of options. Yeah,
1: I, I'm just so excited to see him. He's one. He's one. Of, he's one of the players that I'm gonna be like glued to the TV, watch and play.
2: Um, yeah, and I mean, again, when we talk about an experience, we're not talking about overall experience. It's just in terms of playing for a national team. Because that is, that is, I don't know, to me, maybe as a spectator, it looks like a, a totally different, different game when you start seeing international play, compa- especially compared to club play.
1: Well, it really shows the players that can adapt and play with other people, regardless of the mm-hmm. amount of training they've had with each other. You know, like a lot of these guys are flying and meeting and they're going to train for a week. A week. And that, that's, that's to throw on top of the, all the regulations for COVID and making right. sure that you're quarantined and this and that. I mean, the amount of stress and pressure and abnormal days that are about to happen to some of these guys that have never had a cap, never played with the mm-hmm. crust for their country. Like, these are all big things that are just going to go in onto one game. Now, it, right. it, is, it is a friendly. So I think a lot of that stress can be eliminated from the coach just simply talking about how it's—it's it's just another soccer game. You break sure. it down to make it just another soccer game. But I mean, it's definitely going to mean a lot to some. To of To me, one of the bigger haven't, factors haven't is just that.
2: how how much you've played with your teammates. Part part of the reason that we've seen the women's national team dominate so well is because they're very well funded, uh, compared to some of their opponents. And it's not just like that money makes the team, but it does pay for expenses and travel and it compensates them well enough to where they can actually get together and use facilities together and, and get time to build their fitness and, and yeah. you know, synergy together. So I think, I think that that's just as key of a piece as, as the rest of the stuff, the pressure and everything else. Um, yeah, I think as you were saying, he's got like yeah. – quad nationality between US, Ghana, Italy, and England. Yeah. 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 Uh okay, wow. so we are very interested in seeing how Musa does. Uh as far as appearances, McKenny has the most for the men's national team, followed by Tyler Adams.
0: Weston, isn't that your 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 boy, Will?
2: I think it's your boy,
0: Andrew. Is <laughs> my my boy? I do. I do like Weston McKinney, but uh, as much as the next guy, but uh, he's not my favorite. I'm kind of bummed that Tyler Boyd was left out of the midfield. I really like him. Uh, a good two way midfielder. He's playing over in Turkey with Bes- yeah. Besiktas. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's injury. Maybe he just needs more. Time with his club there, or maybe Berhalter's not the biggest Boyd fan. I don't know.
1: Well, aren't aren't some clubs allowed to
2: deny the option of? Yeah, last year there, like he had previously only appeared in friendly matches for New Zealand, and then FIFA approved a one-time switch for Boyd to represent the US internationally, and then he was in the provisional roster for the Concacaf Gold Cup. Uh, so he's another one of those that, like, a lot of the players on the team, it's not a direct route of, like, yeah, U.S. born, grew up U.S. soccer. Play, you know, it, they've kind of been all over the place, and their connections to the U.S. are sometimes thin. But, uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he, he's not he's not on this roster, and it looks like the perfect opportunity to put a player well, like him so in there. So
1: what I'm reading what I'm reading is is that the Turkish league isn't allowing hmm. him to make an appearance.
0: Okay, I'm okay with that as long it, as it's not it's, a yeah. altered decision, so, like to not include him.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so I midfielders, you can. That's like the second spot where you see a lot of the subs come through, and you get extra subs in these games, right? So I I think we're going to get to check out every one of these players at some point or another. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the identity of U S soccer, like again, while these guys aren't all playing, you know, maybe none of them are playing kind of the, the typical U S brand of soccer, but a lot of it is not about, it's not earning space. It's not slowly progressing the ball forward. It's kind of, Poking and stabbing the ball forward, right, and then trying to outfitness your opponent at, at times, uh, and that's not a, that can be exciting soccer, but it's not always the most sure thing. Um, I'm I'm thinking that this would be a great time to reinvent that identity, and I think that that identity starts with the midfield.
1: Yeah,
2: I want to see some you know, quick passes, quick ball movement, longer possessions. So I
1: really like I mean we we've got options to do that. We've got a lot, I'm we're playing with a whole bunch of guys that play over the in Europe and they're going to have they're going to have more of that possessive style. Mm-hmm. Hopefully their training is going to be able to come over to the national team and be formed into a little bit more of a identity than what I feel like we've had in the past. It, mm-hmm. it used to be the the Dempsey door. Landon Donovan show just right those three the ball up top and try to make something happen whereas now I mean we're going down this list and we're we're seeing big time clubs in every every category you got the Premier League and goalkeepers you got the Premier League and La Liga and the Germany League I mean we've got all kinds of guys out here that can can do stuff at the high level
2: when was the last time that we had a a Barcelona player on the men's national team
1: never these are the first two ever
2: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it's 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 definitely exciting i don't i don't know if I'm projecting the excitement for all of this it's 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 not it's not even like they have high ex- like lofty expectations to beat out like uh, the the men's national team has not been uh at the height of
1: they have teams been good. in the past, yeah, they've been, they've been terrible. It,
2: it, like, it, if you're in the Concacaf region, that should be like nearly a free ticket, right? And we haven't even cashed in on that lately. So, how about we move that's, on to that's the forwards? Where he wants, guys. To go. All right, tell us about the forwards, well We've
0: got Conrad De La Fuente, Nicolas Giacchini, Christian <laughs> Pulisic. <laughs> Yeah, who's that? <laughs> not familiar. <laughs> Uli Janes, Gio Reyna, Josh Sargent. Yeah, but kind, kind of. Not just really. kidding. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, Sebastian Letjet, Sebastian Soto, and Tim. Um, all right, well take us down. Let's go. I mean, I'm interested in Gio Reyna being listed. As a forward,
1: rather he, than a midfielder. I, I
0: know but. he's an attacking midfielder. I'm kind of
2: surprised by that as well. Especially because we've got eight forwards listed. Like, <laughs> there's only six midfielders listed, isn't it? Usually the other way around.
1: Well, I, I have a feeling that <laughs> yeah. Reyna's going to be a ten. Mm-hmm. He'll be more of he'll be more of that ten and be pulled into the midfield a little bit more than he is as a forward. So. It gets tomato-tomato like it is with Messi and Neymar and even even Pulisic. You know, Pulisic is a forward, but, I mean, you see him play wing and you see him play the 10. They're guys that are just going to be your offensive dominant players.
2: So we've seen Pulisic in some friendlies before, and do you feel like they're going to play him a lot? I don't think Uh,
0: they will. I have a – uh, I, I don't think Pulsich
1: and uh Reina together. I think that's the only reason Pulsic is on this roster is because they want to kind of see how him and Reina can can mold together. Those two have never played together. I mean they're probably two of the biggest names on this roster mm-hmm. over in Europe. You know, Reyna's killing yeah. it in Dortmund and Pulsich is, you know, the new ten at Chelsea. He's one of the first Americans to, to really get that. That number at a club like that, right? So I'm I I think Christian is really only on the roster to see how he he blends with Reyna. You know, pull Reyna in the middle and put Pulcich on the right or the left, and see how their chemistry can go. I mean, that's really the only re- the only playing time I see Christian getting.
2: I think es- I can- especially because. Uh, because of what he's done recently, I, I know they're friendlies, but I am disappointed that Josh Sargent isn't ultimately going to be playing in either of these games. Uh, um, yeah, I it's it is kind of over. Like that disappointment is definitely overshadowed by the potential between yeah connections like Pulisic and Reyna, but um, I don't know. He's he's uh, to me he's just kind of had some. Some almost moments and some big moments and some men's national team games, and I want that to continue to be his identity. I want him to be one of those guys who takes the call every time.
1: Yeah, I mean, Pulsich I, is—he's always—he's always—he's been struggling with injuries for what, two, three years now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think it's kind of something that Christian's got to get over. Before I as one, and gonna call him like our captain of. He's obviously the captain of the national team. I mean, he's the best player we have. Right. But it's also really hard to to constantly. Well, yeah.
2: When if your captain's not on the field, what does that what does that say That's about right. the rest of the team?
1: And that gets challenging right now because we don't really have many caps to to take over that band, right? So does that make me feel like they're going to maybe play Christian a little bit more. Possibly. I hear he's training. He trained this week and he's supposed to get in and train with the national team mm-hmm. here this coming – well, obviously this week because their game is Thursday. Right. So I'm not really sure. I, he's a big question mark. I, I could see it going both ways. Uh, and he... But I'm really excited to see Soto. Okay. Sebastian Soto, I'm 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 excited to see how he does. I haven't really se- I haven't gotten to see him play a whole lot.
2: Yeah, he's playing in the Netherlands currently, but he was born in San Diego.
1: Yeah, so
2: um,
1: I'm excited to see him. Um, I'm also excited to see Lef- um La Lefou- is that how you say it? Laflente. He's not even on Barcelona's first team, so he's one of the only players in this roster that is not a first team player. Hmm. So, I'm interested to see if that means he's just here to kind of get the experience and see how a national team runs and he's not going to play or if he's just going to be a a role player but yeah, I don't know. I I think
0: no, I don't I don't I don't think that's necessarily the case. I mean, he's been a very impactful player with the U21s, so I think he is just oh, as oh, much oh, a right I'm not taking away to be getting, right. getting I don't time as the other away. guys. I'm
1: just saying from the perspective of the fact that you have, I mean, you've got players like Tim Way, Reyna, Pulcic. I mean, it's just going to depend on how they play it. It's going to be hard to get this many forwards into two games.
2: Yeah, Way is another. Way is another one of those who's kind of like the Swiss Army knife of nationalities. He's he has four teams that he could potentially play for but he he's played for the national team previously. The biggest thing for me is just who's, who's going to actually put some synergy together. Who's going to, who are we going to see connecting one part of the field to the next part of the field? Um, because you don't really expect these to be really grindy games. You know, that's usually not yeah. what you see from a friendly. So.
1: I'm excited. I'm, I'm super pumped. I, I can't wait for Thursday. It's, it's going to be so much fun to see national team soccer back and
2: going. Absolutely. It's it's my favorite brand been, of soccer.
1: It's been a year, right? I mean, it's been a long time since we've seen these nations get to play. Yeah, I
2: think the Gold Cup was the last time we got to see anything from the men's national team. That was last year. I look forward to
0: discussing. Don't how worry, Will. We're going to let you get Wales back to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> This was our men's national team breakdown will's got to go get to the the TV real quick he's got his lady there yeah oh priorities I I, I agree I'm about to go watch the Bachelor. Too. We're, we're gonna get hashtag this
2: priorities hashtag will they won't they
1: well guys <laughs> thank you for chatting
2: yeah thank you both
1: this is a uh, Lou boys SC
2: we will be back
0: to break Here's down nice the. US men's national team.
1: Yeah, John. As thank well. you. Adios.
0: Adios.